0: He doesn't allow us to be tempted above what we are able. And with that temptation, he provides a way of escape. So that notion that I've heard growing up is he won't put more on you can bear. That's not true. He will put more on us than we can bear because he is the bearer, not us. It's my issue with having to continuously lay down my life, resolve that I can trust that he said the right thing and I'm not missing him somehow. (laughs) Listening to the Experience Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Ajayne Gaylord, and I endeavor to educate, encourage, and empower women to embrace emotional healing and eradicate the stigma of mental health in the body of Christ. On this episode, I get very transparent about how I've been feeling a little bit overwhelmed, but ultimately, after talking with my friend, Michelle. I come to realize that I don't have to be overcome by the overwhelm, but I can be an overcomer. Stay tuned. So I didn't have a crisis yesterday, but I had a, a moment where I'm like, Lord, are are you sure? Because this is a lot. Well, Even, do you want to talk that through a little bit? Um, I think so, because I think it, it'll help me to remember that he's with me and that I didn't come up with these things. So part of the challenge I was having, I think I was telling you about the women's group that I'm in and the project that we're working on is a faith project. And we're talking currently, we're talking about God's dream for our lives and what I guess what I've been wrestling with or what I've been thinking about or praying about and just like talking to the Lord about has been, being free enough or healed enough to dream again so these dreams or ideas that I've had for so long I put on the shelf for so long and I prioritize my family and what I felt like was right in front of me like being home with the children educating them supporting my husband and I delighted to do it I wasn't I didn't do it begrudgingly at all But what I did do was say, well, I can't do the other stuff because this is the priority in front of me. I want to honor my family. I want to honor God. I want to minister to them. And I don't want to be distracted with other things. But I've always had more in me to do as far as what God has placed in me, not even things that I'm trying to pick. So that's what I'm struggling with is I feel like a lot of other people Clamor for this kind of stuff. Like they want to do a podcast, they want to write a book and be famous. They want to be out there and be known. And I don't. I really, really don't. So this is hard for me because I don't want to be out there. I don't want to be known. I don't want to go through all those things that require all the work and the effort. I didn't want to go back to school. It's. I know it's the will of the Lord. I know he's called me to it. I know people will be blessed and set free and all the things. I was talking to one of the sisters yesterday and I kind of started talking to her about what I'm doing in school. And she was like, oh my goodness, that's going to be so powerful. I'm going to encourage you. You know, I'm, I want to spur you on. That seems so amazing. I knew a little bit about that. Oh, the church really needs that. And so I understand that that's what it's for, but it it is costing me, which it should, right? Right. I should lay down my life so that, you know, I can take it up and follow Christ. I should, you know, take up my cross and follow him. I should surrender everything to him and I trust him and I know it's all going to work out, but I'm, I still have this human side of me that wrestles with, this is heavy. This is a lot. This is, this requires so much like moving in and out of doing stuff for the business and trying to manage all of the accounting and turning the taxes in and making sure I'm doing this and meeting with guy over the decisions we need to make. And then shifting from that to, okay, I do lesson plans for the kids and I have to homeschool them and guys, how are you doing? Do you need my support? How can I help you? Let me plan. Am I doing the right thing? I don't know. Should we unschool more? I don't know. I keep asking them. They refuse. So I keep finding myself in this eclectic homeschooling thing, wanting it to be one way or Hoping I can find them opportunities and not. And then I shift over to, oh, I have work for school I have to do. I have to read this information about my class. But then I have to do my own research. And then I have to be participate in this fellowship. And then I have to make sure that I'm helping my advisor with what she needs. And I'm going to the meetings and I'm taking care of this. And then I move to, oh, the family needs. I have to do grocery shopping. I have to do meal planning. Like, really, God? Like, can I just be a stay-at-home mom? Can I just you know, can I just finish that, finish raising the kids, finish putting all the energy that goes into that and then launch if this is still what you want me to do. But his answer is never yes. And then I'm like wrestling with trusting him for my health, trusting him for the energy. That's the other piece. If I had energy, if I wasn't in pain every day, It may feel different. I may not feel like, oh, this is too heavy. This is too much. I can't handle it all. It's just life. I'm just moving in and out. But because I also wrestle with, sometimes I, my body doesn't even want to show up and do the stuff I need to do and I have to push harder or it takes more because I'm wrestling with whatever's going on in my body that I still don't know. At the same time, I'm like, Lord, I trust you to heal me. I trust that I can be made whole. I trust that I can be made well, but all I see is what I've experienced and I don't know how I'm going to have the energy to keep up with this life that you're saying is mine. Like that's what I'm really wrestling with. It's like, Lord, are you sure this is a life that you're saying is mine? Because the idea that I had is totally opposite of that. And in order for me to do this life that I think you're saying is mine is for me to let go and to trust you, even when I can't see it, even when I don't understand it, even when it's not making sense, even when it doesn't match what I think makes sense to me, even when my health is like, you can't handle all of that. Like you need rest. I can't, I usually rest on Saturday, but I have had to set aside Saturday to commit to doing podcasting, editing, because I believe this is what I'm supposed to do. Like... Two years I've been putting it off, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. avoiding getting started out of fear because I'm like, it's going to be too hard. It's going to be too much. And so I'm just trying to lay down my burdens. I'm trying to cast my cares on him because I know he cares for me, but I'm having a hard time being okay with everything he's asking me to carry because I think it's too heavy for me that's not true. Obviously he's with me. Obviously he strengthens me. Obviously he's walking with me, but I still wrestle with it. And there are days that I do better and I'm like, okay, I got this. And then the other days I'm like, I don't know what I was thinking. You know, can I just quit? (laughs) Can I Mm -hmm. stop doing this thing? I've tried to quit working in the real estate business with me and God forever because it's more about our relationship than it is about the real estate deals. It has everything to do with him and I and our growth and our development and all the things, then it has to do with how many deals we do. But I think God has called us to this. I believe He's given us this. And I don't want to bail because it's going to be a lot. So I'm just, you know, trying to process all the thoughts and feelings and wrestle with everything and feel like I'm just I'm just moving from one thing to the next. So as soon as we get off, I had to move to a meeting for for school. Then from there, I have to move to another meeting for the podcast collective group. Then from there, I have to get into, oh, let me get my assignments done and my research completed. And then I have a meeting. Like, it's just nonstop. And I'm like, Lord, are you sure? Of course he is. Of course he's sovereign. But at the same time, I'm just having a hard hard time accepting Mm -hmm. that this is my life that I am supposed to have a public ministry. So when I got sick in 2017 and I was praying and crying out to the Lord, like what's wrong, God, what was happening? He said he would heal me and to get ready for public ministry. And I didn't know what that meant. I didn't, I thought it meant more active in my church at the time. I thought that that's what that meant. And so God and I ended up getting ordained a year, a year later. So I thought, Oh, this is what God meant, but it turned Mm -hmm. out not to be that. And so you laid on my heart. Obviously, I've been working on this book all my entire marriage, you know, the road trip book, which I still have to finish. I have to carve out time to figure out when I'm going to finish this book I've been writing for 20 years. And the, all the other ideas that I have, like I have so many ideas that I don't think were things that I just came up with. I think these are things that God placed in me to do. I see it, it makes sense to me, I understand it, but it feels like it's all just too much. Who can write five books in a year? Who can write a whole children's series on emotions and mental health for Christian young children in picture book form? Like who can do a podcast and do 22 episodes in the next couple of months? Like who can do a dissertation? I can't even begin to think about what that's gonna be. Like that's a whole situation. And I believe yesterday, When After I talked to my advisor and I was working on some things, I think the Lord gave me what I'm supposed to do with the dissertation, or at least with where I'm going with my research. And it's just basically a really big project where you look at all the data that's already been um, identified for the subject and you kind of map it out and you point, you make the connections. Like, I was like, oh, I got it. This is what I'm supposed to do. But I'm like, oh my goodness, this is a huge deal. Most people have like a team of 10 people doing a project like that. And I'm like, I know I'm supposed to do it now, but wait a minute, this is way bigger than I thought. Like a dissertation. Are you sure, Laura? I still have kids to graduate from homeschool. Like I'm just feeling it, Michelle. I'm like, I'm getting hot. I'm fanning myself. I'm like all in my feelings. Yeah. Can I ask you some
1: questions? Would that be okay? Yes, absolutely. I'm curious, you know, for your sake, but then also for my own questioning as well of the hearing from God portion, right? Because Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, through our years of friendship, you know, more so than any other friend that I have, that it's this very much, you know, I heard this and Mm -hmm. like that type of thing. And then I'm thinking too, do you trust that you hear from God clearly and then you move forward? I hear what you're saying and I'm like, that's amazing. That's awesome. And I don't doubt that any of that is true as far as all those ideas and things like that. I just, as your friend, I, I hear that, that pressure that you're placing on yourself of like, I must do this. And honestly, I feel like it's like, God, give me the words to say, because I don't think he's pressuring you like the way that it sounds like you're pressuring yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think
1: he is your father and he put these gifts in you and things like that. And, and maybe these things are still coming down the road, but you're thinking he's saying it has to be now Mm-hmm. Like, and he's saying, okay, let's look at this again. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not gonna, you know, kill you to heal you, right? Like, or right. something like, so the first thing that came to my mind when you were saying all of the meetings that you've had today, like, is that something that for a season you can get out of and then come back in or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's one meeting that you can take off your plate, Maybe that's one, because mm-hmm. I know a lot of the other ones you cannot say no to, right? Mm-hmm. Like fellowship, mm-hmm. you can't say no to that. Like there are mm-hmm. other ones that you, that are, you're stuck with, right? I mean, there's kind of the analytical part of me. There's the you know mm-hmm. practical part that's like, okay, maybe I can help her see these are places where she can step back a little, whereas other places she absolutely cannot, you yeah. know? Yeah how does that feel? Like, does any of that seem to hit well or?
0: Yeah, that is absolutely where I usually land is I don't want to do all of these things. If I could take it off my schedule, I would. And things that I don't need to do, I don't do. I'm not doing it because I don't have time. Um, Mm -hmm. So the things that I have committed to, I believe, are what I'm supposed to do. And you are are right. It's me putting pressure on myself. This isn't God saying, I'm putting more on you than you can handle. That's not even a scripture, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't allow us to be tempted above what we are able. And with that temptation, he provides a way of escape. So that notion that I've heard growing up is he won't put more you can bear. That's not true. He will put more on us than we can bear because he is the bearer, not us. It's my issue with having to continuously lay down my life, resolve that I can trust that he said the right thing and I'm not missing him somehow. So, and even the part about hearing from God. So hearing from God is not an exact science. And there are times when I have missed God and I didn't hear correctly or he said something and I didn't understand what he meant. And so I went in one direction and he actually meant something different. But the thing about hearing from God is that despite our, you know, frailty and our inequities, He absolutely is perfect. He speaks. He has spoken. So the primary way that I hear from God is through the word. That's the primary way that I hear from him. I even do something super crazy, which is to just open up the Bible and read whatever my eyes land on. And almost every time he will speak to me through that. It will confirm something that I've been asking him about. It will speak to something I've been dealing with. It will remind me of something that he said before, like Mm -hmm. almost every time. There have been a few times where it didn't line up, but for the most part, whenever I open his word, there is something that he's saying to me in, in the word. So that's the primary way that I hear from God. The secondary way that I hear from God is through what I see. Like It's hard to explain what that's like, but because it's my gifting, it's his spirit aligning with how he crafted me, revealing to me his will through the Holy Spirit. So being connected to the Holy Spirit's movement and how he's a teacher and he's our guide and he's our encourager, he's our comforter. It's me being connected to the move of the Holy Spirit that reveals something and illuminates something or shows me something. And then it aligns with what's in the word. It doesn't contradict Who's what God's character is. And then it affirms, oh yes, that is the Lord because it aligns with his his character. It aligns with his word and it doesn't contradict. There's nothing that I believe that I've ever heard from the Lord that contradicted who he is or what he has said in his word. The third way that I often hear, but not regularly, I don't regularly hear the voice of the Lord. So I don't typically hear him speak something like within my spirit or speak words there are only a few times i can remember when i heard the voice of the lord say something and i remember those times because there were far and few between one of them was years ago he said eat more plants this was when i was wrestling with my health and i'm trying to learn all this stuff and i'm figuring stuff out i heard the lord say eat more plants and i'm like huh so i started doing all this research and i become a vegetarian then i become a raw vegan i just went to the extreme he didn't tell me to do all of that But he said, eat more plants. Well, once I learned what are all these other plants were like grains that I learned about. I learned about whole grains and gluten-free grains and all these other things that you could sprout. And I was like amazed at what I discovered from just that word that he said. And so Mm -hmm. when I hear the voice of the Lord speak, the few times that I have... It's usually not something that I myself in my flesh would have come up with, but it totally affirms and agrees and aligns with his will and his word. Those are few and far between moments for me, but primarily my husband also is not someone who says the Lord said, the Lord said all the time. There have only been a few times that he's come to me and said, I really feel like this is what I'm hearing the Lord say, and he'll write it down and then he'll share it with me. And it often affirms something the Lord has spoken to me. So there is this measure of we really have to trust the spirit. We have to trust God and we may not always meet the mark. There may be moments where we miss God or we thought we heard something and it wasn't him, but his sheep know his voice and another they do not follow. In those moments where I hear the voice of the Lord speaking, I know it's him. There isn't anything else that I have to point to or it feels good or gives me tingles. It's none of that. It's just, I know his voice. And then I go back and look in his word, or I remember a scripture that he gave me, or I look at my journal and realize, oh, wait a minute, I already wrote this down. Years ago, I didn't even realize I wrote this before, and now I'm hearing him say, mm-hmm. or over time, as his will is revealed to me as I live life and he shows me more and more, it aligns with what he said. It aligns with what I heard. It aligns with what I read. And I'm like, oh, that was the Lord. Oh, I did see. I did hear. And it, ac- mm-hmm. and then it affirms that I do hear from him. He does speak to me and that I can be confident when he speaks again, either through the word, either through another believer, either through the Holy Spirit speaking. So it isn't an exact science. I don't do it perfectly. And sometimes I assign what he said to mean something that he didn't mean. Wow, that was a loaded episode. But if you want to hear the rest, you'll have to join us for part two of From Overwhelmed to Overcoming. The life work for this episode is going to be for you to write down the ways that you primarily hear from God. It could be the things that I've shared today, or it could potentially be something else that you've identified are ways that you hear from God. That's it for this episode. If you have been enjoying listening, please consider sharing and subscribing to the podcast. And until next time, remember, you have been set free to live free, so choose freedom.